Good evening and welcome to Quotes Today by Live Law. This is your host Urvashi Chauhan bringing you the latest updates on the legal front. This is your go-to source for all things legal. Let us start. Starting with an update from the Supreme Court on the controversy regarding Chandigarh mayor election results. A bench comprising CJI Chandrachud, Justices Rishikesh Roy and Manoj Kumar Mishra today heard the petition filed by Aam Party Councillor Kuldeep Kumar challenging refusal of Punjab and Haryana High Court to stay the Chandigarh mayor elections in which a BJP candidate was declared the winner after the votes of eight candidates of the Congress Aam Party Alliance were declared invalid. The court at the last hearing had rebuked the presiding officer, citing alterations on ballot papers as improper. It had postponed the scheduled meeting of the municipal corporation and also asked for the records to be preserved. During today's hearing, Solicitor General Tushar Mehta appearing for the Chandigarh administration suggested that a fresh election be held under the supervision of a judicial officer. However, Kuldeep Kumar, the Aam Party candidate, opposed this proposal. The bench also interacted today with Anil Masi, the presiding officer of the election, who was asked to be present in the court today. He admitted to putting marks on eight ballots. The court opined that he should be prosecuted for interfering with the election process. The court today proposed that the results of the controversial election will be declared on the basis of present ballot papers instead of ordering a fresh election. The court stated that it would direct that the votes already cast be counted by disregarding the marks which were made on them by the previous presiding officer. The court stated that it will ask the Deputy Commissioner of Chandigarh Administration to nominate an officer who is not aligned with any of the political parties to be the returning officer to count the ballots and declare the results. The court also stated that the entire counting process will be judicially overseen by a judicial officer nominated by Punjab and Haryana High Court. The bench also directed that the ballot papers be produced before the court tomorrow. Stay tuned for further updates. The Supreme Court this morning stayed the proceedings of the Lok Sabha Privilege Committee against Chief Secretary, Director General of Police and three other officials of the state of West Bengal. The proceedings against them were initiated on a complaint filed by BJP MP Sukanta Majumdar over alleged mistreatment against him during the protests at Sandesh Khali region on 13th and 14th February. A writ petition has been filed by the officials challenging the summons issued to them by the Lok Sabha Privilege Committee which required them to appear before the committee today. Senior advocates Kapil Sibyl and Dr. Abhishek Manu Singhvi appeared for the officials today and stated that a curfew under Section 144 of CRPC had been imposed in the Sandesh Khali region and violating the curfew, Dr. Majumdar and BGB supporters gathered at the region. They submitted that the complaint of Dr. Majumdar of police atrocities is false as videos are showing that the party workers attacked the police officials. The legal point raised by the petitioners is that parliamentary privileges will not extend to political activities and that the Lok Sabha Secretariat acted beyond its jurisdiction by issuing notices to the officials. They submitted that the officials like the Chief Secretary, DGP and District Magistrate were not even present at the venue. But at the complaint of the BJP MP, swift proceedings were initiated by the Lok Sabha. 
Senior Advocate Devashish Baroka, appearing for the Lok Sabha Secretariat, informed the bench that the officials have not been summoned as accused and that the notice was meant only to ascertain facts and get evidence. The bench led by CJI Chandrachud, while issuing notice returnable on the writ petition, stayed the further proceedings in the pursuance of the notice issued by the Lok Sabha Secretariat against the state officials. The Supreme Court today stayed the proceedings in the criminal case against Karnataka Chief Minister Siddharamaya over a protest march conducted by him in 2022 demanding resignation of the then Rural Development and Panchayat Raj Minister K.S. Eshwarappa. The prosecution claimed that in April 2022, a group of 35 to 40 individuals led by Randeep Surjewala, D. Keshava Kumar and Siddharamaya gathered on a public road and marched towards the residence of the then Chief Minister, demanding resignation of K.S. Eshwarappa. They were charged under Karnataka Police Act and for unlawful assembly under IPC. This protest allegedly violated a High Court order prohibiting marches in Bengaluru except at Freedom Park. Siddharamaya argued in court that the police's actions were unfair because the protest occurred before the High Court's order date. But the Karnataka High Court refused to quash the criminal case. Assailing the same, the petitioners approached the Supreme Court and the bench of Justices Rishikesh Roy and Prashant Kumar Mishra heard the matter today. Senior Advocate Dr. Abhishek Manusingvi, representing Siddharamaya, argued that the criminal case against him is a violation of the right to peaceful protest guaranteed by the Constitution. He stated that it was a political protest conducted peacefully and without criminal intent. Justice Mishra remarked that if political protests disrupting normal life were permitted under Article 191A, then every public protest would be allowed. When Singhvi argued that political protests should be viewed differently, Justice Mishra questioned whether allowing protests only for politicians was fair suggesting that suppressing protests merely because they are led by politicians is unjust. As we have been keeping you informed regarding the incidents of violence in Sandesh Khali, West Bengal, you are aware that last week the Calcutta High Court had taken a suo-moto cognizance of the newspaper reports on alleged sexual harassment of women living in the area and tribal lands that had been forcibly taken over. Further, a PIL was filed in the Supreme Court seeking a CBI or an SIT investigation into the reports regarding sexual assault of women in Sandesh Khali in West Bengal. The petition had alleged complicity and dereliction of duty on the part of the West Bengal police and that the state police was allegedly acting hand in gloves with the main accused who is a Trinamool Congress leader. Today, the bench of Justices B.V. Nagratna and Augustine George Massey heard the matter and refused to entertain the PIL. It, however, granted liberty to the petitioner to approach the Calcutta High Court for the same. The bench opined that the High Court also has the power to constitute the SIT and there cannot be dual forms or parallel proceedings. Also, when the council relied on the orders passed by the Supreme Court in relation to Manipur violence constituting SITs and a committee comprising retired High Court judges to probe cases related to sexual violence against women, the bench clearly asked the council not to compare the Manipur violence case with the instant one. And now let me tell you about YouTuber Dhruv Rathi's legal showdown at the Calcutta High Court regarding his YouTube video on Dabur's real fruit juices which had stirred up a storm of controversy.
With a colossal subscriber base of over 14 million in his video, Rathi analyzed the health effects of ready-to-serve fruit juices and alleged that their consumption led to type 2 diabetes and hair loss, asking his subscribers not to consume such products. When the video was released, Dabur claimed disparagement of their real trademark since Rathi had only partially blurred their trademark in his video. In response to Dabur's claims, the court had initially directed Rathi to remove the offending portions of his videos which targeted real juices but later directed for the video to itself be removed after the interim orders had not been complied with. At today's hearing, Rathi's counsel told a single bench of Justice Arinda Mukherjee that the YouTuber would be willing to amend his video by covering the images of Reels fruit juice in order to not make any references to Dabur's trademark. These suggestions were noted by the bench and the matter was posted for orders to 29th February. The Kerala High Court has granted pre-arrest bail to a mother who allegedly tried to kill her 14-day-old baby by putting the child in a bucket filled with water. Justice Sophie Thomas granted custody of the baby to the father for the time being, relying on report of the Child Welfare Committee, which stated that the mother was undergoing treatment and it was not safe to entrust the custody of the baby to the mother now. The court also directed the committee to conduct periodical inquiries into the condition of the mother to submit reports before the jurisdictional court once in two months. In another update, the Allahabad High Court has expressed its displeasure with the stamp reporter section of the High Court for erroneously listing an application against an order concerning temporary injunction in a pending suit as a second appeal. The court observed that newer generation staff recruited in the stamp reporter section lacks sufficient knowledge of the law. The court made these observations while dealing with a case related to a second appeal filed by the appellant contesting an order of additional district judge of Azamgarh where the ADJ court had affirmed an order by the civil judge senior division of Azamgarh dismissing the appellant's temporary injunction application in the pending suit. The High Court expressed shock when a case not eligible for a second appeal under Section 100 of the Code of Civil Procedure was listed as such. The court emphasized that this kind of absurdity surfaces because litigants tend to think small of members of the bar and engage counsel not based on their expertise but on account of personal acquaintance. The court also pulled up the stamp reporter's office for not noticing that the impugned order was not a decree against which a second appeal could lie before the High Court. The court dismissed the second appeal as being non-maintainable. The Delhi High Court has adjourned till tomorrow, hearing in the petitions filed by seven BJP MLAs challenging their suspension from the remainder of the budget session of the Delhi Assembly for allegedly interrupting the Lieutenant Governor's address. The BJP MLAs had reportedly repeatedly interrupted Lieutenant Governor during his address on 15th February, which focused on highlighting the achievements of the Aam Admi Party government. Seven BJP members, excluding Leader of Opposition Ramveer Singh Bidhuri, have been prohibited from participating in the House proceedings until disposal of case by Committee of Privilege. The matter will be heard tomorrow by the bench of Justice Subramanian Prasad. Stay tuned. And lastly, in a detailed order declaring the arrest of former ICICI Bank CEO and MD Chanda Kochar and her husband Deepak Kochar by CBI illegal, 
the Bombay High Court has called the investigating agency's acts an abuse of power. The couple was arrested by the CBI in December 2022, just a couple of weeks before their son's wedding and over three years after an FIR was registered against them in the ICICI Bank Videocon loan fraud case. The couple approached the High Court soon after their arrest. In a detailed order, a coordinate bench of the court granted them interim bail and held their arrest to be prima facie illegal. The division bench of justices Anuja Prabhudesai and N.R. Borkar has observed that such routine arrest without application of mind and due regard to the law amounts to an abuse of power and does not satisfy the requirement of Section 41A of CRPC. Thank you for watching. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us. You can also support us by donating through the thanks button at the bottom of our videos or consider becoming a member at just 89 rupees per month.